It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy. And it's about people. It's about, it's finally about people and not finally about science. The story when you actually put it into words is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept. Uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force that sort of controls our destiny uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence. Great pace, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang, bang, and people fall over and dead. But, you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Welcome back to Generation Skywalker. This is our final show of 2020, and this is our review of 2020 uh, in conjunction with the modern way. So we're looking at the modern tonight. And joining me tonight, we have got Daniel. Good evening, Dan. Good evening. And we've got Craig. Good evening, Craig. Hello. And we've got Grant. Good evening, Grant. Good evening, guys. How are we all? All, all good? Very well. All, all looking forward all to New Year's Eve tonight in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> so... This show, we're going to go through six areas of collecting. Apart from Hot Toys, the rest of them are all toy-based. Before we just give you an overview of what was actually released this year, so that when we say released, we're not talking about announcements. We know so much stuff for 2021 has already been announced. So we're looking at stuff that became physically available in 2020. So we'll give an overview in each section, and then we're all going to choose our best and worst. But before we get to that, I just wanted to ask each of you a couple of questions about your 2020. First of all, your modern collecting in 2020. Now, we, we started up a podcast back in uh, March time, and one show that we have churned out most months is the modern way and I, th- I think it got us all kind of dabbling in modern a bit more than what we had done i mean mark who's who's not with us tonight had bought no modern and had said that modern didn't interest him but we know that he's bought lego we know that he's bought helmets he's bought some pa- probe droid i think he's he has dabbled and we know that he's got all sorts of mandalorian stuff on pre-order so definitely did affect him but um craig i think you're the one person that probably didn't change your modern collecting you were 
kind of um you're quite focused when it comes to your collection aren't you i guess so yeah i don't, don't class myself particularly as a modern collector but when, when i started putting this list together i clearly do have some passion for it i have lots of little displays and projects that i buy modern bits for so my um three and three quarter inch timeline i filled a couple of gaps with that this year a, a key factor with that was uh, was ray deciding that she was a skywalker <laughs> at the end of rise of skywalker last december so i had to go out in the new year and buy buy a bunch of rays but yeah i've also filled a couple of gaps solo and sort of odd bits and pieces that i didn't have i mean a lot of this stuff we've talked about on the show so it's not going to be sort of particularly new but we are reviewing the year so i'll keep going six inch black series i have a very very laser focused little a little run of uh, the core cast which are based on different promotional shots and the release of the the black series end offset this year just completed that in one fell swoop and i haven't forgotten about my ewok custom project watch the space i'm hopefully hopefully going to have a bit of time over christmas to devote to that on the disney elites we had the probe droid released which was lovely so i i, I clambered over myself to get that um, ordered and i managed to get hold of one of those i didn't go for the the r5 droid hondo's r5 i didn't, wasn't feeling that particularly tiki toy show but i'm going to mention it anyway because it's modern you know, i've hovered over lots of the single uh, tiki mugs but i think we all got a little bit buoyed along by our own hype with the tiki this year pulled the trigger on two of the big ones so the atat which i have in hand that's arrived and they re-released the falcon over at the celebration store so i um, i pulled the trigger on that as well and then other modern things like novels i've kept trying to keep on top of the novels you know that's that's contemporary star wars and other little, little bits and pieces we've talked about cards hallmark things i even bought the little uh the sansweet pocket guide that uh, that jez mentioned on the collecting book show because it had a, a wonderful double page spread of the helix death star sharpener so yeah odd bits and pieces but nothing like a like a, a run like dan does with rogue one or anything like that quite a lot when you start putting it together like that isn't it it is uh, <laughs> grant now i know you i think you're on the modern way back in november you said that your modern collecting is really these days just down to hot toys but um i know you dabble in a bit of power of the force too yeah yeah i do actually don't i hot toys has been the main focus i picked up seven this year and a lot of that was selling sort of <laughs> sequel hot <laughs> no it's bad that's a lot do you know as i was in the show notes for the hot toys as well that started turning into a shopping list but i did have a couple sequel hot toys that i managed to sell off and then use that money to buy sort of original trilogy ones or, or some other ones that i liked but yeah the power of the force 2 that was an ongoing project for about the last two and a half years to collect the Italian gig Power of the Force two figures from 95 to 96 I think it is there's about I can't remember how many there are now there's about 30 of them what got exciting about that was uh, it was quite difficult to find out which ones had been issued and which ones hadn't been issued and then finding out that some of them were actually really tricky to find with some only appearing once in the last two and a half years I know we managed to do a deal the other day from Italy that got you the uh, Leia Bouche figure and that's probably the third one I've seen in two and a half years we managed to get the Luke Jedi figure as well and that was the only one we've seen in two and a half years so that that line has been quite a lot of fun because you've got the excitement of the rarity and chasing these things down and doing the research and, and all that kind of stuff but it's only costing you know if you're lucky you know five ten pound a figure so there's been a lot of fun there but Hot Toys has been where all the action's at for me I mean I don't know if they're fun they're all still in a box <laughs> I just haven't got time to take them out because it takes ages to put all the accessories together and to and to pose them and I need a decent cabinet one arrived today but I've just really that that's going to be used for something else so one day 
maybe that's what I'll do over Christmas is finally open up those hot dog boxes and see what's inside. They are amazing, mate. I must admit, actually, I, I bought the ESP Yoda probably three months ago now and it's still in its box by my feet as we talk. <laughs> that is a job for me before Christmas, but they are great, mate. They, they look so nice once you get them on display. They really do. The list that we're going through later, I was like, if this turns into a shopping list and you're looking at 250 quid a figure, that's, that's quite an extensive shopping list. I pre-ordered that Tuscan the other day. That looks amazing. Do you like that one, do you? Yeah, but 2022, a long time to go. I wonder, I wonder what you think of this because I've seen people criticise it online because they say that the, the, the clothing isn't weathered enough. It doesn't look like it's... It looks very clean, which is so I didn't pick up on that. I just thought it looked great, but I wonder, wondered if you picked up on that. I don't pick up on things like that, mate. I, I, I look it. at them for about two minutes and think, yeah, I like that, and then order. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you've been all sorts. I mean, you've stunned a run and then sold a run and then bought another run, and, but you're you're quite heavily invested in your modern, aren't you? I don't know. You can tell me after this lot. <laughs> I think I started off the year quite slow. Started doing this podcast and then, yeah, started buying more. So it all kind of started with that elite probe droid, and then I thought, oh, I'm going to go back and finish my run of Rogue One Elite. So I did that, and then I thought, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into some vintage collection Rogue One. And I've got all of them, and I've got the tank, and I've got three more figures on the way on pre-order. Actually, two. I've had one arrive. I've got Cheer it now, and then I ordered the Razor Crest, and then I thought, oh, maybe I don't want to collect back series Mandalorian. Maybe I'll collect vintage collection Mandalorian because it all looks quite nice. So yeah, I've, I've I've kind of been on a bit of I was I was kind of a bit I think on the first show, and we're going to talk about three and three quarter inch in a little while, but I kind of brushed it off a little bit, and I've actually found a bit of an appreciation for it. I've joined a few groups, and you know the guys on there that I think that they're pretty good, and I don't want to sound like a vintage snob, but they they I suppose that they take a bit of pride in the collecting, and they've gone into the detail, and they do look for the you know the variants from different countries, and you know all those little things that we look for in vintage. So I've, I've definitely found a new appreciation for the vintage collection this year, but I still pick up all the the exclusives. That's what I've all, I always did that before we started the show over the last probably four or five years. If there's a San Diego Comic Con exclusive I like, I've, I've I've tended to get it, and that's not because oh they're going to be worth more money. It's more because I like the packaging more. I think the the, the the black boxes on the black series aren't that visually appealing unless you take the figure out of the box. Yeah, I've struggled with the black series a bit, a little bit, but I've, I think I've, I've found my groove now with, with vintage collection. I don't think I'm going to go back and collect all 177, but certainly, you know, if there's, you know, Mandalorian figures coming out, and bearing in mind there haven't been any Mandalorian figures on three and three quarter inch, like Mandalorian style car backs, and they've gone straight into vintage. That sits quite well with me. I like that because it's, you know, it's a great show that's come out. It's doing really well. And then the figures are coming out on vintage car back, which is what I wanted back in 1999. For the Phantom Menace, I'd have probably bought all them back then if they were on, on that style yeah. card back. Can, so, I, yeah. can, I, can I ask the team a question? I, I get the impression that Rogue One was was the sort of the standout movie of the of, of the five that Disney released. Would you all agree on that? It was for me. Yeah, for me. I, I love all Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Do you think now that we've had, what is it, 14 episodes of The Mandalorian, do you reckon that's better now? Better than Rogue One, the, probably the best thing that Disney have released? I always think it's quite difficult comparing a TV show to a film because a film's mm. got to tell the story in two hours isn't it where a TV show has more time to build up the, the characters it's my favourite TV show that they've done and I I really like the Clone Wars but I think that's a difficult comparison I think it's brilliant Mandalorian but then I think Rogue One was brilliant as well I've yeah, definitely watched yeah. Rogue One more than any other you know when, once I've got it on home video I've, I've watched re-watched that and I'll, I'll quite often when I'm sitting working at home and no one's around just have it on in the background I'll just I'll just whack it on let it let it play what about you Steve what's your what's your sort of modern uh, <laughs> buzz of, oh, of the year you're the worst you are the worst you try and point the finger at me you're the worst <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you there's no way I can list my stuff because a lot of it was bought and boxed ready for my garage so I don't actually can't always remember it if I narrowed it down 
to a couple of areas. I mean, I had this when we were doing our old podcast, Grant, that you brought up Sigma. Yeah, man. And it became a bit of a passion of mine. And I still, I'm, I'm in the middle of now at the moment, purchasing four pieces from someone in America to bring it over. But then Craig's done the same thing, thing to me this year. Tiki, I can remember being in Chicago and looking at the rank car and thinking, what is that? And seeing the Greedo and handcuffs on the shop floor and thinking, what is that? <laughs> and not thinking anything of it. And then, then Craig did a Tiki article. And I mean, my garage is finally getting done next year. I now have a date set in stone for it and i've got to have the garage empty by a certain date we've got to put everything into storage ready for this conversion and i know i mean a tiki bar wasn't on the thing we, we did a tiki article and now that's gonna be the first thing i build in my garage once it's converted <laughs> I want, i've got this plan for the corner i'm on about 10 tiki groups on facebook not just star wars ones like how to build a tiki bar and ideas and things where to buy things and i mean i don't use pinterest my wife has always used pinterest i even opened up her pinterest and made a little tiki folder in there with ideas that you can find buying the old mugs has become Come a bit of a, a bit of a passion, Craig. You, I know you just talked about the Atat and the Falcon. I can't remember how to get the Falcon yet, but my Atat was dispatched two days ago. I can't wait to get it. It's nice. But that's led me on to be buying. I've been buying things for making for cocktails. I mean, like tools and utensils and stuff. And but I've got this whole vision in my head of how I want my bar. That's been a pretty big area. And I went back down the Power of the Force Two route at the start of the year, and I made a really silly mistake on that. Like you, Grant. I've been collecting the gig cards. I think they look amazing but i stupidly thought i was going to collect the american the european trilogos the canadian the japanese this was at the start i literally had everything on there apart from the like the really obscure brazilian stickers and israeli stickers and that because they are so rare and i was just having bundles of power of the force 2 turn up every week and i've had to knock a few of them on the head because it did get out a bit out of hand i mean i must have 20 monkey face layers on different cards in my garage <laughs> i have kind of pulled that back a minute i did did buy a nice journey German with a German booklet on it. I do would like a nice example of all the, the different ones, but they've all gone really up, you know. I'm not going to tell you what I paid for that, but it was more than what I would have expected to pay for it. Yeah, you're right. There, they have gone up in price, haven't they? Big time. And the Black Series, I can remember putting together the black and red boxes, thinking, what are you doing selling them all? And now I find, because they've got those lovely arts down the side, that the original trilogy boxes I'm buying, they've given out Jar Jar for next year. Got to get in on that. I put together all the solo figures in the space of a couple of weeks for a shelf. Yeah, it's been crazy. And Hot Toys, I think I've added I think I've got about six on pre-order and I've got three here in my room, which I bought this year. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy year. I could go into all sorts of stuff that I've purchased, but I'm just going to look forward to unboxing my uh, my garage. So that leads me on to a question then. I think you've kind of all answered it. That have you? Did you turn more to modern in 2020? And if so, why? I mean, Dan, you just pointed out quite a few runs. Was it just being involved in a modern show that made it kind of more noticeable to you? I think it, as the year wore on, I think I, 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 like this time last year, they had the prop auction and prices and talking for vintage now and the prices were really I thought quite reasonable and I thought oh this is it now everything's on a bit of a downward turn and then obviously what's happened happened everyone sat at home and went bonkers I think everyone's either not selling their stuff on or they're you know paying stupid prices for things and it yeah it's just all gone a little bit out of hand from for my taste and I've had a lot of fun this year just picking up bits and pieces and dabbling if you like more than what I'd have got you know I certainly haven't spent as much as I would have done if I was collecting vintage I think I bought one item at the beginning of the year I got a palatoid Star Destroyer box, Palatoy one, die cast. I paid over £300 for that. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's really nice. And I've got a nice acrylic case now, but I can't go on the rest of the year like this. So yeah, I've kind of taken a bit of a breather on buying vintage, still heavily invested and following all the going on. But yeah, I'm, yeah, having a bit of a break from it and enjoying a bit of modern. Break? I th- well, if I look at my list, I think most of it I probably would have bought anyway, but absolutely no question. Working on the show does expose you to to a lot more things than, than you would normally, you'd be aware of, but you wouldn't look at in detail what this 
this does is it makes you kind of examine them and that's um that's quite dangerous because you do go dangerous off on tangents. Right <laughs> <laughs> but i've still you know i've still bought way more vintage than than modern this year grant why hot toys to you is we can't say it's the vintage prices with you because you've just said that you're predominantly hot toys so you're still talking big bucks my my collecting's pretty locked in to be honest mate it's, it's always going to be the vintage stuff and the hot toys and any kind of sort of i, I quite like I, I know we brought it up on the first show on these sort of legacy collectibles where you can trace the collectibles back to the crew i think you know the like the uh, regal robot stuff that's coming out now is really exciting yeah it's mostly vintage mate but the the, the hot toys i just think are beyond what i would have conceived would have been possible so i would have never dreamt of it you know the sideshow stuff is, is as good as i thought it would get the, the hot toys stuff is just a whole nother level so i'm pretty addicted to it now and all you have to do is go on the website and fantasize about it and next thing you know you, you've been offered a, a payment plan 25 dollars off that's a big seller isn't it next thing you know you've got a load of emails and you think oh my god what am i doing <laughs> so grant what was your one what, what if you had to choose just one favorite modern purchase of 2020 what is it of the hot toys i mean I, I i picked up seven and all of them are, are absolutely fantastic if i had to choose one i think it would have to be the uh, deluxe emperor palpatine yeah. uh, which comes in his chair i mean i've heard it's good i've seen photos of it that's good i've opened up the box and seen it wrapped in plastic uh, the and chair it lights up doesn't it mate it does look good yeah it's, oh, you just got to get a cut of those um, emperor's royal guards got one mate that that that's another amazing figure i mean it looks the the, the robes look like they've taken the, the actual fabric that they used in the films and they've just downsized oh, it mind-blowing yeah, I keep looking at that i've got a little um emperor's royal guard shelf because i do love that figure it, 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 yes it's the best design i think of all the imperials and uh, but then if you look at the layer sculpts you look at the layer face on the uh, layer best bin it's just shocking how good it is yeah craig what was your uh, one standout yeah i'm gonna have to go back to the uh the tiki punch bowls you know i know they're expensive for what they are but we've all had a really strange old year and personally i've barely left the house you know more and more i'm kind of relaxing in uh, in the same room that i've been working in all day so sometimes just sometimes it takes drinking out of a 150 pound ceramic attack to make an occasion of, a, of a, yet another <laughs> night in context is important but definitely i think that that's one of my top purchases this year nice dan hyper real luke skywalker <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking i am <laughs> Oh, I'm leaving that in. Everything else you say now is getting edited out. Okay. I, I think it's the Elite Series Probe Droid. You know, I've got a cabinet in the living room the missus lets me have and, and that's in there. And it looks just as good as a lot of the other artifact stuff I've got and other bits and pieces. And yeah, it looks really good. And I get to look at it every day. Drift off when I'm watching the telly and look at my cabinet and my Probe Droid. I think it's great. I think it's a, for, for what it was, I mean, what was 30 quid when it came out and we talked about it a lot. And I think looking back on 2020 and we when we listened to back some of the podcasts, we all had a lot of love for it. And I think it was a good, good purchase. Well, I must admit, actually, I mean, I could go for the Tiki. Hot Toy Stormtrooper. It was my cheapest of all my Hot Toys. But I love it. I just love the way it looks on display. I'm going to have to say it would be my Death Star Lego. Now, I have undenied on that for about two, three years. It took me ages to build it. I did it in sections. It's a massive lump for the money. It, t- it took a long while to, to build it. And it's still on display in my office, which I think always means something when things survive <laughs> with what I've got on display. So I'm going to go with that. Craig's got the Cantina Lego. He started building it about two months ago. And I think he's still only built the land speeder done the little Trandoshan as well now so <laughs> you know <laughs> well done yeah. plowing forward I was just going to ask when does your Razor Crest arrive Pete it got, it, got bl- it got blown up I mean, no one's getting one now they all got blown up <laughs> this time next year I think isn't it about October time it's quite way off okay yeah oh, about yeah. a year <laughs> Thank you.
Right, let's get on with this review then, because we've got some big areas to go through. Now, we're going to go to probably the biggest area to start with, and that is the Black Series. Halfway through the year, we saw a new design of box. Go on. I mean, you weren't you weren't on when they changed the boxes. What do you think of the new style Black Series box? I know you don't Love collect it. them, but... That's in the corner for me, to be honest with you. And I was listening to your show, and I sort of had a quick look, and that Black Series uh, trigger started flickering again, and Oh, no not this i might pick up one or two of them uh we'll go into our favorites i guess later but there are one or two there that i think would look really nice in a in a display so i think that's a, a massive advantage and i kind of like the the bookcase format of of storing them with all of the images sort of tessellated it does look good you know with the punchy color at the bottom and then the the image i mean i've got the empire strikes back ones in front of me at the moment i know there's only vader luke snow speeder and um the hoff rebel trooper there at the moment but when you actually look look at it you know there's like a hoff mountain at the back of it and um, there's a snow speeder in the sky really kind of faint above luke's head i mean they are stunning it, 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 you're right it is a game changer really i mean when you just had those red boxes with the numbers on the side it was a bit it, it lets you collect in sets as well you're not you know you don't feel like you've got to come up when you look at this list in a minute you'll probably realize why you'd, you'd be there forever but if you can focus on a favorite movie or a favorite era you can just collect those ones and not feel like you've got to have them all numbered one to whatever they go up to and a menace jar jar binks number one and he I've, i decided to do all three ot films but um, i'm very tempted to um to do the phantom menace as well because i've only had jar jar which i think <laughs> arrives in about march time doesn't it so i'm looking forward to getting him i mean if they did an amadala and then a, a tc14 i'll be all over that can't wait right so dan gave you the uh, the job of, of uh, breaking down the black series for us okay here we go i'm going to start with a few of the the kind of those the the outliers if you like so we had across the year august in october we had two waves of six galaxy's edge figures it's obviously because of the pandemic they're not flogging anything in the park so they they sent a lot of the figures to retail and we went through them all each individually in the, on the podcast but I think the standout for me was the Hondo I think that's the one everyone was after being a Clone Wars character so there were six of those then I've got the gaming greats so across the year, I think there was two in February, two in June, one in September, two in October. All repaints of existing figures, except for the Purge Trooper, which came from Fallen Order, the PlayStation 4 game. So yeah, there was there was a few of those. We didn't really give them a lot of love, I don't think, in the podcast. And they're all oddities unless you unless you know the games. Then we had Mark's favourite, the Holiday Editions. So we had all together, there was nine figures I've got listed here. Um, but a lot of those are the, well, half of those are the little characters that come with the main figures game spoke about them loads i think Stu was the only one who, who had any any love for them and yeah they were all to, repainted to existing fair, figures man, to be Go fair on. i didn't have any love for them actually, you bought one you bought one. one bought one it's, it's on the fireplace in the um, front room <laughs> My little girl picks up every day and plays with a paw, plays with a figure every day. And I have to go and find all the bits because the backpack comes off and the weapon. It's just a bit of fun. I mean, it will go away at the end of Christmas, but a bit of fun. I think it's just, it's it's what you look for. If you're looking at a collectible, then they are a bit naff. But for something a bit Christmas, I don't know why they needed to do five. But that's a different story, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. By my estimation, it's 22 figures of this and that. Nothing really connected to the, I suppose, the saga films or the television series. So I'll get into that now. So I've, I've listed as well where they haven't released any figures for, for movies. So there was zero released for Phantom Menace. And on Attack of the Clones, we had eight figures released last year. So there was, and most of them were new. So there was a Count Dooku, a Plo Koon, an Anakin Padawan, an Obi-Wan Kenobi Jedi Knight, a Kit Fistu, and a Battle Droid, and two Clone Troopers. So so the, one of the battle droids and one of the clone troopers were both repaints, but all of the others were brand new figures. So in terms of ratio to new to repaints, when we go through this list, Attack of the Clones got the most love this year, believe it or not. Then 
into Clone Wars, another eight figures for Clone Wars. And again, a lot of these were new as well. So there was a Commander Bly relieved, released in March. We had a Clone Trooper Camino, the Cad Bane, and is it Tudu? Is that how you pronounce it? Tudu? That two pack that was released in the summer as part of one of the convention exclusives. And then Cad Bane was released again on his own. There was then the second wave of figures that came out in November to coincide with the Clone Wars final season. So there was this Nasoka Tano, Clone Trooper, 332nd, a Mandalorian Loyalist, and a Mandalorian Super Commando. And other than the, the Clone Trooper, 332nd, they were all new figures as well so a lot of love for the prequels up to that point so lots of new clone wars lots of new attack of the clones zero figures released for revenge of the sith and we're into rebels so for rebels we had seven figures released other than zeb if you remember that zeb was released he was the first figure in the in the new style boxes for and that was on the rebels box all the other figures in that little run of figures the six there were all kind of repaints or new face sculpts for existing figures that are already out there so they were figures that were quite hard to get certainly that ezra was and i think he was going for maybe 200 quid was we were we talking about on the podcast when we talked about that so he's going, going for quite a lot of money and moving on then nothing for rogue one nothing for a new hope and this is the big one then the empire strikes back there were tw- i think 28 figures released in total for empire strikes back and out of Jeez. all of those yeah, i know <laughs> but wait for it out of all of those empire strike back figures only seven of them were new figures there were 29 re- there was 29 figures released seven were new 22 were either reissues or repaints some of them in the set within the same year as well so we had the fit starting off the year we had well we had initial 10 figures on vintage card backs and then we had also around that time in april we also had probe droid then in july we got the the dak router who's is that you pronounce that as well router is that you pronounce his name it came with a snow speeder then we had the hand in carbonite i think he was meant to be a convention exclusive and then we had the forlom and zuckers two pack which would have been a convention exclusive as well had we had any conventions this year then we had the little run of carbonite figures on empire so we had the stormtrooper the fet and the darth vader and we had this second wave of vintage card backs. We saw a Boba Fett, a Vader, a Luke Skywalker, and Chewbacca. And I want a Snow, Snow, Snow Trooper as well. And then we had the Wampa released in that same month as well. That another convention exclusive for conventions that never happened. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, obviously you've mentioned already the three there, Stu, that, that got released in the new boxes as well. The, the Vader, the Luke, and the Hoth Rebel Trooper. But yeah, that was Empire, so that was a big one. And then Jedi, believe it or not, we saw six figures for that. So we got the the Admiral Akbar and the Tebow. And then we got the four figures released in the set that Craig was into, the Heroes of Endor. So you had the Leia, the Luke, the Han, and the Paplu, which were then again re-released then in single boxes as well. Then into the Mandalorian, we got nine months after the show aired, we got a Baby Yoda on Black Series, or Grogu as he's now known. We got a Stormtrooper, or Remnant Stormtrooper. That was a repaint of an existing figure. And we got three new figures. We got Dinger in himself in the Beskar armor, the Incinerator Trooper, and the Armorer. Obviously the Armorer was released as gain as well in a single pack you know as opposed to the convention exclusive with a fancy box and the extra bits and pieces you got with it then we had the credit collection so there was five figures released for that so we got the Cara June Death Trooper Dinger in Heavy Infantry Mandalorian and IG-11 We're nearly there now so nothing for Force Awakens nothing for Last Jedi and then three figures released for Rise of Skywalker back in March so Azori a Knight of Ren and a Jet Seth Trooper and that brings us up to date really interesting to see the lack of figures for the sequels isn't it yeah and I think someone's raised it before that I think the disappointment I quite enjoy the sequels but the disappointment of the sequel trilogy 
I think has definitely sparked back the prequels. I mean, we're seeing prequel stuff come back. A lot of the kids that into their 20s now who grew up with those prequels are also got, you know, the same journey we were on 20 years ago. So their voices are finally being heard on the internet, you know, where you've always had the vintage or original trilogy lot. We're, we're disappointed with the prequels. The kids who grew up with the prequels, they're making their own video channels and blogs and stuff now. So it seems like, you know, their voices are finally being added to the added, added to the dialogue. Do you think? Would you you say that well, my boy, is, he's, he's nine now and you know, he's watched Star Wars since he was born pretty much. I've never really said to him, you've got to watch the original trilogy. You know, he's, he's watched all of them and I've had shown him none of my bias and he loves Revenge of the Sith. It's his favourite Star Wars film. Yeah. He'll watch it over and over again and he's seen the sequels and he's, he, he'll come to the cinema and watch them, but it, it never, it doesn't spark his imagination the way the prequels do. My lad's the same age and he loves The Phantom Menace and The Revenge of the Sith, but my lad also really enjoys the newer films as well. He, he doesn't dislike them, but it's certainly not, he doesn't go back to them a lot. Yeah, definitely interesting to to see the um, the balance there those empire figures that's that's an awful lot so how many figures in total were released there I, I reckon 90 would be if i had to put a number on it but then you've got within that you've got like the armor was released twice the half rebel yeah. trooper was released twice so how many of... were completely new figures 41 right so not even 50 percent. no so it's 52 no. repacks and repaints that's the one thing with these new new box designs they're going to keep rolling out older figures to make up i know you just said about the heroes of endor we, we have haven't seen a paplu in the single box ship but they will just just turn these over i mean those figures that came out in april time for empire attack driver best bin solo wasn't there lando and all that kind of business they'll all be in these boxes in the next 18 months but then again we saw didn't we i forget what show it was a few months ago and they, they were bringing out another wave of the archive figures a bizarre move yeah, you know really why don't why not release them in the new boxes so i don't know how that's going to pan out they'll get back around to everything eventually right as long as yeah. people are buying them right then so let's just have a, a quick round robin here what was in your opinion what, what is your least favorite of these which which is the worst so craig well i went through the list i think probably commander bly nothing you know against to the clones but they are a bit of a blind spot for me by their very nature they, they're all a little bit samey and i just don't find them very interesting fair enough grant i'm not that interested at all in rebels so it's probably something like hera like or chopper or something yeah, quite like chopper <laughs> Uh, Dan? I'm going to go with a carbonised fat. The carbonised fat out of all yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with the Sith Jet Trooper. It really does nothing for me. Yeah, I've just... It's here. Okay, how about everyone's favourite from this list? Because being a little love, I'm, I'm actually sitting here looking at the list and thinking, oh, I bought two of the Galaxy Zip ones. I've got a Mountain Trooper here. And I've got DJ. DJ's brilliant fun. Craig, where, where was your favourite this year? Paplu. Paplu, nice, nice. Absolutely Paplu. I'm looking forward to, um, to cutting up his little rubber hood and painting him. No, I'm looking forward to the video. Um, Grant? <laughs> the, the Count Dooku was really good, but yeah. I'm opposite to Craig I love the clone troopers and I really love the Camino clone trooper for me if I'm going to that would be my first purchase uh, for a black series figure for sure nice Uh, Dan I'm going to go with the armourer the convention exclusive one yeah I, that's a good choice Joe. You know what I, I was going to go with CAD until about two minutes ago when I realised the Wampa was on it I'm surprised no one's gone for the Probe Droid we gave that a lot of love but I have to say the Wampa I think from the packaging through to the actual figure I know it's a bit of a repack it's just had the, the blood removed from its mouth for me I, uh, I think it's a bit of a standout figure this year surprised none of us went for the same thing there normally when you hear these review shows on other podcasts they all have kind of same same uh, opinion <laughs> of what's the best figure so we're all completely different at this point get us we'd all play nicely on Christmas morning together wouldn't we I forgot for words 
Lewis figure. Can I choose the entire range of holiday edition? Ah, uh, well, you haven't had one in your hand. So I'm not letting you put it in. Okay, I thought that, Grant. Uh, seriously, go and get yourself your, the one with Babu Frick in it and just, just hold it and... Throw it on the fire. The vintage collection. Now, back in uh, June on the episode three of The Modern Way, we had Christopher Cook come on and he was part of the petition to Hasbro to produce more vintage collection figures. I think we did perhaps a bit of a disservice in latter episodes saying, oh, look, there's another eight vintage collection figures being announced. There's another seven. This is going to stop them all moaning. But then... We had a look at this. Now, I'm not sure whether Craig or Dan's done the research on this, but quite a few of them, I believe, are repacks. So their petition kind of stands, doesn't it? Uh, Craig uh, Craig has got the numbers. I know you, you called some numbers out yesterday, Craig, and I can't remember how many you said, but I know it was, it was under 10, wasn't it, in terms of new figures? Yeah, let's go to Craig then. On the face of it, you know, you get you get the list through and go, well, it's quite healthy and there's quite a good spread. But when, when you do dig into it, it is an incredible piece of sleight of hand on, uh, on behalf of Hasbro. So if my math is right, and these are figures with a, that have had a street date of this year, so it's easy to get confused with all the other things we discussed. But I've got it here as 27 releases, which works out at 29 figures because there was a, a three-pack in there, but one of them was a... Was, was releasing his own card but out of all that if you if you take the repacks then the ones with the new face apps ones that have been slightly retooled maybe they've got a new head i think my favorite was chewbacca which came with the falcon which was a cut and shut <laughs> i think it was the body of one chewbacca and the head of another a frankenstein creature but if you take all those out of the picture you're left with six brand new from scratch figures which is incredible you know i mean i appreciate that's not just the reason people buy these you know the vintage style cards are important and they're part of this line but i think like you say Stuart, we did feature christopher early, early doors on the show and it became apparent that there was lots of this stuff to talk about so it didn't seem as relevant but when you do look at the numbers and you break it down they're quite astonishing really that they're selling us the same stuff again so craig can you take us through what what was announced i see this this list is only uh, three pages compared to the, about the seven <laughs> the series. I will try and whiz through. It's gone in movie order and I guess in order of appearance. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, a new hope. We had a, a gonk droid, Luke Stormtrooper, Empire. And, and given this is the 40th anniversary year, we only had four. And two of them were Han. There was Han Bespin and Han in the Carbonite, which was packed with Slave One, but also appeared in the Freeze Chamber set. It's the time around for that. Stormtrooper, again, just packed Freeze Chamber set. So Jedi, we've got uh, Luke Jedi, uh, Wicket and Lando General. Phantom Menace, there was one. There was Darth Maul. Attack of the Clones, there was a Clone Trooper back in February. Clone Wars, quite a healthy little chunk. Commander Wolf. Anakin, Obi-Wan, we had fives, and the Dark Trooper pack was the three pack with Jesse, Echo, and fives. Rogue One, we had K2SO and uh, Chirrut. Uh, Galaxy's Edge, Chewbacca, Hondo, Porg. So obviously the big chunk was was Mandalorian. So we had Din Jarin. The Mandalorian was redone as the uh, carbonized. Two Cara Dunes, two Stormtroopers, and a Death Trooper. Interesting. So real 
kind of picky bits from everywhere really isn't it apart from Mando and the Clone Wars it's um, not been a real big grab from there what, what, what's your least favourite uh, Craig? The Porg <laughs> that's, that's fair enough Grant do you have a chance to look at these to see which you dislike the most? Uh, as far as dislike go no I haven't sorry Steve I, I kind of follow uh, the vintage collection but um, I don't know whether I'm just repressing myself because it's just another thing to buy so I kind of, <laughs> kind of ignore it and I'm and I'm not an actual fan I like the uh, I like the car backs but I've never been a fan of the massive bubbles on the figures so all it takes is a really good show like The Mandalorian and you start thinking well you know I could do a little run take them off mate take them off just think of all those points of articulation the kind of stance you could get them in yeah I don't open toys mate that's insane <laughs> uh, Dan what's your least favourite I was going to say the, the Chewbacca packed for the Falcon another Chewbacca that doesn't look like Chewbacca <laughs> I mean, I don't buy um, I don't buy the vintage collection, but I did buy the Cara Dune carbonized just to see what a carbonized figure looked like. I'm not going to make that my worst because although I didn't really like the carbonized effect on her, the figure was actually a really nice sculpt. Her face was excellent. So it's a real difficult one to just flicking through. I am going to say the carbonized actual Mandalorian. There's just no need for it. Let's put Cara Dune carbonized. What about the best for each of you? Same order, Craig. Uh, I had Cara Dune as my as, as the best one. Just the normal. Just figure. yeah, that that one. That yeah. came, I mean, she's she's one of the six brand new uh, figures, so I'm worthy of that accolade. Grant, just just on the list, which which one would jump out on you to think? Ah, oh, we'll go and look at that. Oh, that's easy, mate. I love uh, Clone Commander Wolf, mate. I want to do that as a a cosplay. I really? Love, love it. Yeah, yes. I love it, mate. There was a there was a guy dressed as him in um, Celebration Chicago. I love the helmet, and he looked absolutely fantastic. So that for me, I would actually consider if I was going to buy one TVC figure, it'd absolutely be that one. Brilliant. Well, watch this space on the um, cosplay. I'm going to push you on that. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to start, mate. <laughs> Dan, I'm not going to go for one figure. I'm going to go for three. So I've actually got this. I didn't. I forgot to. I overlooked it and didn't mention it. I've bought the Arc Trooper free pack. I think it's awesome. Have you? Have you got it? Have you? Yeah, I've got yeah. it in front of me now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so is that easy to get, or or is it like a, an exclusive? It, it was an exclusive. I think it was. I think it was celebration exclusive. I can't remember now, but yeah, it was fifty quid when it came out, and it disappeared, and it went up to about 100, 150 on eBay, and they're going for about eighty now. Ooh, that is nice. I'm going to agree with you, Craig. I know I put the carbonized Cara Dune as the worst, but I'm going to put her as the best as well because I think her sculpt was, was pretty good. I liked her little face. Just going back to the original point, though, I think the question he was asking me at a minute about the, the petition and stuff, there are more figures coming out at the time we're recording. There's another a wave that's just dropped in the States, and we should be getting it in January, which has got quite a few new figures in it. So that's the one with Moff Gideon, the Armourer, the Rogue One Vader, and there's a couple of others in there I can't spring into mind. I think they're all new figures. I suppose for me, I mean, it's up to like 180 now, the vintage collection. I think that's the latest number that the latest figures are up to like 180, low 80s. That's a big, that's a big collection if you're going to go back to the beginning and start. So I get why they're bringing out some of these older figures, because there are people that weren't into it in 2011 who'd probably forgotten all about Star Wars. And then Disney came along and did what they did. But people are on obviously wanting to go back and get those. And some of them are going for fortunes on eBay now. You know, you look at slave layers over 100 pounds i've probably never re-released that one so that's probably not a good example but other ones like ahsoka you're looking 200 pounds for that and, and new and, and other ones you know you're paying vintage prices now for some of these or old vintage prices so i get why they're re-releasing some of them and and the speed at what they are they were bringing them out back in 2011 to 2014 they were never going to keep up with now 
I'm I'm in a place where I'm quite happy getting two or three Rogue One figures a year or half a dozen Mandalorian figures a year. I don't need a wave of figures every every couple of months because I've I've just it, it would be a turn off for me. So I kind of get the speed of what they're coming out. It's just it's just not satisfying some of the more hungry collectors, I suppose. But yeah, we'll have to see where it goes. But there's definitely more coming. Um, there's another a wave after that. I think that's the April one. That's the one with Grogu um, and and Quillin. So they are still or quill sorry they are bringing more out going to uh start a, a mandalorian run and sort of copy what you did with the rogue one dan yeah that was a good time to start is it yeah is it, what three or three or four of them out there is well, it? That, that's what i've done so i've got the mandalorian already they're re-releasing cara june and the remnant stormtroopers they were the kind of the three that came out this year so all three of them are getting re-released. If you go on Star Action Figures now, they've got, actually got them up to order. There is um, obviously the Moff Gideon. I forget who's in there. Moff Gideon, the armorer, and there's one other I can't think of. You've got they've got the Mandalorian two pack with with Baby Yoda, um, and then a couple more coming. And actually, there's only like ten figures so far. This is not a huge amount. And yeah, you could probably get them all for retail price still. Mm, okay. So, so I'm putting that run together at a minute. So I've got about six figures on pre-order. Ah, oh, the Incinerator Trooper. That's the other one that's 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 waiting to come along. So there's 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 a few that are coming up. If you order them now and go on a pre-order, you'll you'll probably have them most of them by middle of January and then another wave in April time. Go on, go on, do it, do it. If you've got a, if you've got a really good show or a really good movie, it's so yeah. so tempting then, isn't it? But then they're on vintage car backs as well, regardless of what, yeah. I mean, there's obviously the retro collection coming out in May, but what are you going to do? <laughs> you're going you're to go have to go and buy a Razor Crest though, if you buy all of them. <laughs> Mate, do, 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 do you know what? I know the first time I was on, on Generation Skywalker, I wasn't that interested in the retro Mandalorian stuff. But the last two episodes, I was after watching those, I was like, oh, they're not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they keep the line going because we're seeing decent characters every episode. Yeah. So so, so do you think, because you guys bought that Razor Crest, do you think he's going to find another one? I mean, that was a shock, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought of you guys instantly. I was like, holy smokes. Well, you <laughs> shared a great, great. I was going to say, Craig shared a photo, didn't he, of of, of of potentially a Razor Crest in Force Awakens. So I'm I'm holding yeah. out hope that it might um yeah there might be another. But if there yeah. ain't, there ain't. They've killed off plenty of characters in Star Wars, and we still buy their figures and ships today. So sure, I just didn't see it coming at the end of the episode. No. You know, no. the Nick Rogu, <laughs> the, you know, they're taking down the ships, and all of a sudden it was just like this is blow up his ship. You're just like. <laughs> They did just blow up his ship. They blew up his gun as well because I think he picks up the the handle of his gun, doesn't he, and then throws it down and yeah. just walks away with the. So even that Nerf gun they're selling next year, that's going to be a uh, obsolete <laughs> potentially <laughs> unless he gets well, another one. I mean, you don't just make one gun, do you? If you're a gunmaker. Well, maybe so if you're a Mandalorian, the armorer might have custom made that for him. It's the same with the ship, isn't it? It's not going to be the only ship in the galaxy like that. No. Isn't it, isn't it that they're, they're, they're super rare because they, they were made illegal? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I think it's because it's meant to be pre, pre-Empire. It's, uh, they can't yeah. be, I think it's like having an old car, like you don't have to pay road tax on it. I think it's one of those. <laughs> Something like that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whether he'll wake up at the beginning of Chapter 15. Obviously, when this show comes out, you'd have all seen chapters, the last two chapters of this series, but we've only watched Chapter 14 at this point. I reckon he might wake up in the last episode as a dream and Grogu's still there. Uh, <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah. They'll, they'll visit that world within worlds or whatever it was called and he'll go to the alternate dimension and drive a new one back. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Grief Karga said you were coming. 
What else did he say? He said you were the best in the Parsec. No, 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 pardon. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to alarm. Uh, this is Dr. Pershing. Please excuse his lack of decorum. His enthusiasm outweighs his discretion. Please lower your blaster. Have them lower theirs first. We have you four to one. I like those odds. Okay, then. so let's go on to ships, vehicles and play sets from this year. So we've, we've bunched them all into one and uh, I think we only came up with, with six that have actually been physically in hand this year. I think most of them we covered on the modern way. So let's just have a quick recap. So first of all, you've got the Black Series Snow Speeder, which came with the DAC router figure. Uh, still available. Black Series Speeder Bike, which was part of the Heroes of Endor set. Um, you've got the Mandalorian Imperial Troop Transport. And then we had a playset, the Vintage Collecting Bespin Carbon Freezing Chamber. And we all know what we thought of that if you listen to our old shows. Uh, the Vintage Collection Slave 1, which was a re-release. And the Vintage Collection Millennium Falcon. We obviously already mentioned the Chewbacca, Hondo and Porg figure that came with that. So six sets, boys. We'll do your best and worst at the same time. Craig, what was your what was your favourite? What was your worst out of the six? From, just from the pictures that I never saw one up close or I had one in hand, but the, the snow speeder looked uh, looked amazing. Uh, the worst one was the uh, the carbon freeze playset. So uh, I challenge you to find me a worse item from that list. Well, I'm going to go straight in, Craig. My mine are the same as yours. The um, best bin freeze chamber. Although people are praising it now, it's 25 quid online, and people are saying, "Oh, it's really good if you put lights here and do this and do that to it." That was my worst. And the snow speeder to me, the amount of times I've had my finger hovering over the button to purchase that is crazy. So yeah, mine's the same as yours, Dan. I think my favourite just because I feel like I've got a bite now because I'm doing a Mandalorian run is that Imperial Troop Transporter. I've had a good look at it. I think it looks, I think it looks pretty nice now. I know it's, I think it's a re-release from 2015. I think they did it for Rebels or something like that, but I think they've, they've scuffed it up and made it look quite aged. I think that'll be, that'll look quite nice. And my worst again, yeah, the Bez, the Bezbin Freeze Chamber. I think though, if I did see one for 25 quid, because they are going quite quick when they drop down that low, I would buy one. I would take that Stormtrooper out and I would try and get £10 on what's left. <laughs> Grant, what about you looking at these? What, what do you think looks the nicest and the worst? Do you know what? I really miss the the time when I, everything that was released I loved. The, the the slow speed is obviously interesting. I bet that's huge because they did the TIE Fighter before, haven't they? And they've done a few of the speeders. So I wouldn't mind checking it out, but it's not really for me. I agree with you on the carbon freezing chamber. But like I said, there was a there was a time when, I mean, they did all these playsets back in the 90s and I loved them. So there would have been a time where I would have been all over this. But yeah, I agree. That, that That's probably the least of the pick. Best been freeze chamber, four <laughs> votes for the worst one. Snow speeder, three for the best one. I think we're, we're pretty much in agreement on that. suggest a new strategy, R2. Let the Wookiee win. R5, pre-flight diagnostics report. <laughs> Things are getting too hot. We've got to get out of here.
to grant one area we've already given it plenty of love tonight me and you have already spoken of our love for it i know that uh, craig has a few hot toys as well but problem with hot toys is they, they come out of these announcements and it could be two years before they're going to actually actually ship but there's been quite a quite a list of things that were actually physically released this year could you give us an overview of, of what actually became available well i actually wanted to do uh, a bit of a different take on this if that's right Stu. Uh, and i was quite interested i think there was a discussion earlier this week uh, i don't know if it was dan or craig brought it up about, uh, about the sort of uh, the repackaging of the tvc figures and I thought what I'd like to do is, is take that idea and have a look what Hot Toys have done in terms of uh, reissuing and duplicating the issues that they've made this year. So this year there's been 18 releases and that's of the six scale figures. So, so whether that, 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 that's 18 individual releases or whether there's a sort of caveat there where there is there might be a little bit of duplication. So I've sort of split the Hot Toys lineup into into certain categories that sort of relate to each other. So the first one I wanted to look at was the they re- released the Boba Fett vintage color Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary. So there was the, the 40th anniversary, which included the Vader and the Empire Strikes Back Fett, which has been issued under the 40th anniversary banner. The Fett is on its way now, and that's sort of like got that that vintage Empire Strikes Back kind of logo with the racetrack and the, uh, and the window box. But this Boba Fett is in the vintage colors. So the, the original is the sort of rocket firing Boba Fett back in 1979, that figure. But if you could actually compare it to the Empire Strikes Back one, it's pretty much the same figure except for the change of the the paint application. There is a sort of like a, a duplication there. They've also released other versions previously as well, which like the holiday special version of the figure. So the, the vintage Kenner 40th anniversary six scale figure, pretty much identical to the holiday special, except for the, the paint application. But the special, the holiday special Boba Fett figure also has a Return of the Jedi helmet. Don't know, actually know if you guys knew that the, the helmet was slightly different in Return of the Jedi. Not me. I didn't know. Apparently, the Return of the Jedi helmet is just a little bit slimmer and taller. We talk about you know repacks and and, and slight variations and stuff. There does seem to be quite a lot of it in the Hot Toys line as well. I thought then that that might actually move over to the Mandalorian figure because obviously they're all Mandalorians. But the Mandalorian itself is actually different. The armor is obviously different. It's not like the Boba Fett armor. It's not like the uh, the Kenner figure. There was the Mandalorian, which was the the six scale figure for the first three episodes. And then you've got the Beskar Mando. Now, these are actually very similar. Like, the flight suits are the same. The armor is obviously slightly different, but it's the same sort of shapes and detail. Whilst they are different, they are very much the same. So, what we're seeing is actually, even though the Hot Toys have released 18 figures this year, in terms of having, like, major new sculpts and things like that, they are different, but they are the same. And what is different, what I found with the Hot Toys culture compared to the TVC, you know, the TVC guys got that petition out. When it comes to Hot Toys, it does appear that the collectors just lap it up. Very rarely do you find any sort of uh, comments that say, oh, you know, this is just a repaint or it's, you know, only slightly different. Very rarely do you get critiques. It almost feels like there are collectors out there who buy like 200 different Iron Man and they, they, they love it. So it, it, it's quite, you know, it was quite startling to see that there's a mat, there is a cultural difference there in the, in the collecting community between the Hot Toys and sort of like the, the TVC or perhaps the Black Series collecting. So we had the Boba Fett with the vintage colors. We've got the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian with the Beskar and the deluxe version of the Mandalorian with the child. There's a few du- duplications there. The Darth Vader that came out on the 40th anniversary is exactly the same as the Empire Strikes Back Vader, except they had that, you know, the retro Kenner artwork style. There was the Incinerated Trooper, 
and the Remnant Trooper, and these are basically based on the Rogue One Trooper. So obviously the Incinerator Trooper from the Mandalorian has got extra sort of accessories, and I think that's that's what makes people generally excited, is that you have something that does look like a completely different figure. The Remnant Trooper is the Rogue One template, it's just got a bit more weathering on it. The Death Trooper that came out as well, which is also from the Mandalorian, is pretty much the same as the Rogue One. It's just got uh, minor weathering and slightly different paint applications. So be, you know, it's, it's going to be quite interesting to see. I mean, we've got the clone troopers coming next year with the 501st the 501st with the circle paint and the coruscant guard clones as well so it'd be interesting to see are they just replicating the the, the base model but with different paint applications and 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 this continues as well so you know we, we had with the rise of skywalker i know we touched on these earlier with the different with, with the hasbro releases you had the sith jet trooper and the normal standard for first order jet trooper these are identical one is red one is white and the only minor differences is the sith trooper has different accessories that has two weapons and there's a bit of extra armor on the foot and literally that is the only difference in them solo got a lot of love this year with the release of the olden enreich han solo from the solo movie there was three releases you had your sort of standard han solo figure the han solo deluxe and the han solo mud trooper once again we're seeing replication here where the the, the standard han solo the, the deluxe version is the same figure it just comes with the winter accessories the mud trooper is obviously completely different because you've got sort of like all of the armor and all the accessories there but the head is identical to the the standard release they, they missed a bit there with that deluxe one because i think it would have been really nice to have had the uh carillion han solo as well you know the one where he's got the white flight jacket yeah yeah what you know, what we've seen there with the, the Boba Fett has replication, the Mandalorian figure has replication, Darth Vader is a reissue, the Incinerator Trooper and the Remnant Trooper are kind of like reissues, the Death Trooper kind of like a reissue. There's duplication between the Sith Trooper, the Jet Trooper. Han Solo has replication within it in three different figures there, and then you get on to the the sort of unique releases which which were completely different and hadn't been issued before. Darth Maul from Solo that was a unique, completely different to the Phantom Menace. Uh, Director Krennic, as we mentioned before, also unique princess leia and wicket uh, you know you could get them in a two-pack or you could actually get them individually the layer the head sculpt is a lot like the uh, princess leia best win one that they that they previously released but obviously with a different haircut uh the jawa and the power droid were also that was a that was a two-pack that was a new release and what is interesting about that if you actually look at and read some of the some of the comments about that figure is there's a there's a debate now can you remember the sort of han solo hoff debate where you had was this jacket blue was it brown yeah yeah yeah, same thing with the Jawa. If you remember the Kenner figures, the Hot Toys one has got the vinyl cape Jawa, orangey brown, rusty color. Yeah, like a tan. Yeah, and then the Sideshow one's got a lot more like the cloth cape Jawa. They're all trying to sort of debate of which one is actually the correct color because they're very different. It's like history repeating itself once again. And if, if you actually go and then check out the Hasbro releases of the, of the vinyl cape Jawa, pretty much all over the place. They don't seem to have locked down what color that cape is. So it was interesting to see that again. And then you've got Qui-Gon Jinn from The Phantom Menace. That's a completely new and unique figure. And Cody from Revenge of the Sith, both absolutely unique releases even though it does look like hot toys has, has released a lot of figures 18 this year i mean the hot toys community is happy with pretty much everything that they've issued they're unique releases i think it, it really comes down to you know sort of like the eye of the beholder is the jet trooper and the sith trooper that different well you know people tend to think so the repaints on the boba fett are they different people seem to think so they did you know they do the same for the iron man they seem to really enjoy that 
So it does look like that there were a lot of releases, but a lot of them are sort of reissues or repacks or, or slight variations, different paint apps, different accessories. Uh, next year, we also got the Death Watch Trooper as well. So it'd be interested to see how that compares to the Mando. We've got Heavy Infantry Mandalorian, the Clone Wars Darth Maul, Kylo Ren and Rey from Rise of Skywalker, Soka Tano, the life-size Yoda, the Coruscant Guard clones that I mentioned before, the Biker Scout with or without the speeder bike. We've got the non-deluxe Mando with Child, which is very much like the one that was issued with the, what do you call it, a space pram? Of a pram. We've got a Rise of Skywalker Snowtrooper, which I think is just a Force Awakens Snowtrooper with a cape on it. So once again, we're seeing duplication. The Luke Bespin, I'm not sure, because I think Hot Toys released the Luke Bespin a long time ago. It might be their first figure, or that could have been Sideshow. So very similar. And then we've got a, a lot of new releases to look forward to as well. Unique releases, you know, like Luke in the Snowspeeder outfit, Clone Wars Anakin with or without the start. Lando, Carousing Bespin, the Tuscan Raider that you've ordered, Stu, Django Fett as well. I'm not sure if that will compare to maybe the Death Watch template. And there's also a lot of other prototypes as well, as well as uh, Revenge of the Sith Starfighter. But I can't believe if they're making a Starfighter, if that would be a 1-6 scale. If so, that's going to be much bigger than your Razor Crest. It looks massive, doesn't it? Does. Yeah. If you think that the Anakin in the photo is an Anakin in the it cockpit, is, is it? that's going to be a Hot Toys figure, isn't it? And it is tiny in comparison to the rest of the ship straight away. Um, I, I wasn't sure whether they just downscaled the figure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if it's one to six scale. I can't find much information on it. Make it a bit more exciting, guys. If you could choose, if you could choose one for them to release a completely unique release for next year, which ones, what would you go for? I've got five if I <laughs> to, to get you going. Like Queen Amidala in a Senate gown. Yeah, it'd be nice. They'd do a good job of that as well. Boba Fett from The Mandalorian. Uh, the second sister from Jedi Fallen Order. A life-size BD-1 from Jedi Fallen Order. And Bo-Katan from Mandalorian. So hopefully that will give you a little bit of inspiration there. Uh, well, we we discussed this, didn't we, on the la- on the last show? Who, who's who's not been done? So I, I think I had old Lando, didn't I? And another go at Chewbacca. They do need another go at Chewbacca. I don't think they can get. They don't seem to be able to do hair, can they? No, they really struggle. They really struggle. There needs to be. Um, there's a solution. There must be. I'm sure. Yeah. On it. It's the same with the wicket. I just didn't think it looked like wicket. No. Dan, what what would make you jump in on a hot toy? Have they done a two one B? No, they haven't, mate. All right, that could be a good one. Interesting choice. I, I said Greedo on last month when we talked about it. I would like to see something like a um like a Black Series Wampa. I think that would be quite yeah quite amazing. Something like or that or or maybe just I'd love to see an Ula. Yeah, maybe we should work for him. Yeah, a little like <laughs> this. Mommy or Jess. What, what about Lady Proxima? <laughs> <laughs> just a question for you guys how what do you think because there's there's obviously a, a different culture here where people are just lapping up the hot toys even though some of them are just added accessories some of them are just different paint applications so i think that was a really interesting way of breaking that down grant and i enjoyed listening to that it's interesting isn't it because you kind of know this stuff goes on and it's kind of savvy business practice in a way you look at it from the perspective of hot toys you think well you know they're a quality outfit you look at it in the context of the vintage collections oh they're ripping off they're ripping off the collectors so, <laughs> and it's it's um it's the same thing one thing sprung to mind when you were going through it is whether we will get to the point because we think about things like the mandalorian and how quickly his costume changed you know from the first episode to his replacement little bit of armor to his full armor and he's dirty and he's muddy and then he's all shiny or somebody like grief 
Karga, if they ever did grieve Karga, you know, he was in the episode and then he, he rises up the ranks and he's got a bit more standing in society and he's got the cape and the chain and all that stuff. Whether you will eventually see with this type of stuff from Hot Toys is, is the kind of action man model where you can buy the outfit. So you can have the, oh, wow. the, the you can have the figure, but then at some point you might get bored of it and you can pay a little premium for his little trousers and his little boots and you can swap him out. And it's it's a way of expanding their range, bringing in a new price point, keeping things moving. Just a, a thought as you were talking. That, that is interesting. I mean, at the moment, they call that deluxe. You know, by adding a few different clothes and accessories and stuff. I think that, the, you know, the Gin is so figure I got you. She's got sort of like her Edu outfit and then you can break that down and it's the same outfit she was on Jeddah. But that that is a really interesting concept, I think. I know. think particularly with something like The Mandalorian because you don't know what's coming next. Yeah. In a movie, it's it's capped. Well, what does surprise me, though, if you watch the sort of uh, online videos uh, of people reviewing them, every figure, every new figure they have, they collect as their favourite. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And and when you see these massive collections where people have got like multiple different versions, I think Iron Man is the best example. People are going crazy for it. And then if they have votes to ask for more, they want more Iron Man. They've never seen anything like it, like massive Iron Man armies. So it's a really interesting and different sort of, of way of doing things. They're, they've got a lot in the pipeline now. So it's going to be interesting to see how many unique figures that they bring out and how many are sort of related to previous releases. They make such a good job of them, though, don't they? So I know you just yeah. said like the Han Solo and the Mud Trooper are the same figure but when you look at them you mean you do look at them both and think oh they look really nice i can see why people buy both of them i mean people i follow six scale scavenger because you know chris led is over there and they talk their passion for hot toys is amazing their website's brilliant and you see some people's collections come up when they're talking and it's not like us who've got loads of different Star Wars stuff. Their collection's purely Hot Toys. I mean, if you walked in the room and it's lit properly, some of those collections are amazing. Yeah. They look amazing. I was about to say, well, you've got what? to have the pockets, but we buy vintage toys, and let's be honest about it, they're, they're a lot of money now, so that's what you're into, isn't it? But Yeah. So, yeah, it's a similar it's a similar price point. I mean, it, those payment plans, you don't seem to notice it goes so much. Some figures, especially from the sequel films uh, have gone down in value but a lot of the other ones especially the rogue one figures they've gone up in value I remember interviewing chris Letty earlier when we first released the show and he was saying that that some of the rogue one figures had come down but then all of a sudden the death trooper was being re-released which consequently made people want to go and buy krennic again and it forced the price up and he said that the same will happen if they decide to release a, a base he said all of a sudden you'll find that turret price will, will rock it again as people try to pair them but yeah they just get everything so right though mate i mean yeah the, the rogue one set i think is i don't think they did a bad figure i think when you go back and look at it i think they're some of the best sculpts you've seen absolutely and, and you know in regards to the first one i brought up the boba fett in the vintage color i wouldn't think i'd be interested in something like that it's absolutely stunning it, it's retro done right as far as i'm concerned it's like it's got the detail of, of a hot toy and it's got the influence of the uh, vintage can all in one go i just think it's super smart yeah before we close out on that then let's go through we've got the list here of what was available this year um let's start with i mean i don't think there's a bad figure in there but what is the one that you would be least likely to um to be wanted to purchase let's start with you grant as you've covered them i i used to have a, a rogue one death trooper and i sold it and i just found it was really difficult to pose uh, with the armor it just didn't do much for me it's got really nice sort of uh light up or i don't know what you call it cheeks <laughs> you know the green lights on the front yeah yeah those light up which is really good but i just i can i didn't didn't like didn't enjoy the figure as much as i thought i would so i sold that on so now that they're reissuing that i'd probably go for that mate all righty craig probably go for one of the jet troopers just because they're not really interesting as characters more more than uh they're not nice figures 
yeah, they needed a good sequence, didn't they, mate? I'm, I'm in agreement with you again, Craig. My, mine's the Sith Jet Trooper. I know I've already picked it for another toy. I don't know what it is about it, but it just does not appeal to me. And it would definitely be my uh, my picking it. I'm not saying it's a bad a bad looking figure, but it just it just leaves me a little bit cold and not saying I would I would get. So um don't go suggesting that to my wife that I really want one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan? I'm gonna go against what Grant said. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the fat out. I'm gonna pick the vintage fat. If I was gonna go and spend two or three hundred pounds on a hot toy, I'd want it to look like it stepped out of the movie. And yeah, that, that doesn't do much for me that one. Interesting. What what about your which which one would most appeal to you off this list then? I know you guys are all pushing me on the credit, but I like the I do like that Princess Leia and Wicket set. Nice. Great. I'd have to go for the Endor Princess Leia. I think as Grant said right at the start, those the, they've just got Carrie Fisher absolutely bang on. That's two for that then. Uh, Grant? Well, I, I really like the Mud Trooper. I really like the design, but I got the yeah. Commander Cody that arrived last Friday and the head sculpt of that. It was the same day as well as the Mandalorian episode where Boba Fett is finally back. Uh, so the timing was brilliant, but the head sculpt on that Commander Cody figure is exact. It even lo- it looks like skin. It's unbelievable. So uh, I was absolutely blown away by that, and it hasn't disappointed at all. So I'll go with the Commander Cody. Yeah, I must admit, I mean, I like the Clone Wars and whatnot, but I hadn't thought about I know it's from Revenge of the Sith, isn't it? But I know that um, I was tempted by it, but I think I would go with the Krennic. I kept umming and ahhing about it at the time and then never pulled the trigger on it. And I think he's just now, he's just on a, a wait list, isn't he? Let's move on then. So Hot Toys, I think, is a big loving area and uh, a great breakdown of that, Grant. And actually looking at that being reused is quite interesting to see. Sir, you should see this. Moff Gideon, you have something I want. You may think you have some idea what you are in possession of. But you do not. Soon, he will be back with me. He means more to me than you will ever know. We've also had some other figure kind of releases and different areas. and um, we, We've covered quite a few of them on the podcast ourselves again. Dan, you're going to just take us through these. I'll have a rattle through. So first up, we got the Retro Collection, the game from Hasbro. That was a series of uh, seven figures. So there were six figures initially released. Obviously, we're all familiar with them all, I think. So the Han, Hoff, the Lando Carizian, the Boba Fett, the Luke Besbin, Leia Hoff, the Yoda. And then we had the, in inverted comments, new figure, Luke Snowspeeder packed with the the Hoff Ice Planet Adventure Game reissue. So we had those come out and then we also had the Saga Packs, which I think we slated on the main show, but I, I bought up as one of my um some of my gift guides for, for for a nine year old. So there were eight different multi packs. So there was a bounty hunter pack, a first order pack, an Empire, Rebel set, a resistance set, a Jedi Order set, a Sith set, and a Galactic Republic set. I won't go through them all again. That'll be the third time we've run through them, but yeah, you can um, you can still get those, they're still all available. And then we saw Disney again, obviously because of COVID, um, a lot of the stuff that was normally 
exclusive to the parks. They've they've let out into the wide world. So we saw a couple of BB-8 units come out for Halloween and for Christmas. And we also saw, I think it's nine you've listed on your notes, Stu, um, nine different other BB-8 units that they've released in a pack as well, all available via the Disney store, but only in the US, not available in the UK, so far as I'm aware. Um, yeah, so a mixture of BB-8 units and astromech droids that yeah, are normally in the builder droid sections in, in Disney parks. And then we've got, again, from the Disney store, Toy Box Django Fett. So Toy Box isn't a line we've really covered here before, I don't think. I don't think we've really got into it. But I think that was a spin-off from the Disney Infinities line, which died a death. But I think the figures that came with those games were quite popular. And this was a, a kind of reimagining of those as, as, as those as action figures rather than be, being posed, almost statues. The Disney store as well, we got the Probe Droid, which we've, we've spoke about extensively. And they also released an R5P8, the Galaxy's Edge Droids, a Hondo and Knockers R5 unit. And we also saw the, the Diamond Select figures, the Boba Fett and the Darth Maul from that line that we slated on the last Modern Ray show. So yeah, that, that was all of the ones we've come up with. The only other one I could think of <laughs> was the Hyperreal figures, but I think we've um, we've spoken about them enough. Of course, of course. I didn't, uh, didn't remember those ones. We should have included them because they might be someone's worse. <laughs> they're 45 pound now that luke he's on zabby if you want to get him yeah there's a reason for that no they're very nice dan i can see why you went with them <laughs> so let, let's do our two together as as it's these um craig your best any worse from this list i mean i could pick quite a few worse yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of um, quality uh, bits of bobs on this list. Yeah, I think the worst has to be that Christmassy BBH2O nonsense that we talked about um, a couple of shows ago. And the best, I mean, this is really obvious, but it's the the the, uh, the Disney Elite Probe Droid. Yeah, Grant, have you got, got an opinion on these toys? I don't like any of this, mate. None of this would be on my radar if we hadn't covered it on the podcast. That, that retro uh, collection just frustrates me because I don't like the reproduction of it. And I just, it's a wonderful opportunity to reissue figures that we had back in the vintages, but just change them a little bit, give them new card artwork. And, you know, you've got the, the sort of look, uh, Princess Leia Organa Hoff. Take the vest off her, different head sculpt, and call it Best Bin Escape Layer. To make the vintage line grow, I think, is far more exciting than just rehashing old ideas with terrible card backs, flimsy card backs and bubbles and yeah i'm more frustrated than anything else with that kind of stuff i don't think that's for you though is it grant for that stuff i think that's more of a gateway for people into vintage so someone's because they're not in the toy in tesco i was in tesco last week so they're not in the toy section they're in like the christmas gift section where you know someone walks by and goes oh i remember buying my son that for christmas 40 years ago and throws it in the trolley and then gives it to him for christmas oh wow i I think that it's more it was never for us was it it's never for us yeah i think that yeah i think that's a really good point actually mate because i've heard that people have found it in like the menswear section yeah so yeah it's probably a bit of a nostalgia trip there and as far as the other stuff is concerned no <laughs> there's nothing there it's a shame there were there was a time Steve, where i would have gone nuts for everything but that's long long time ago i don't know if you would have gone nuts for this even at an earlier time i mean some of it <laughs> the christmas bb8 unit was nonsense it was awful dan your your best and your worst so my best is obviously the probe droid Elite Series yeah. Probe Droid, and the worst, I'm going to go with that Diamond Select Darth Maul. Uh, uh, to be fair, I, I agree with Craig and Dan, I think that the um, Probe Droid at Disney Elite is, was a brilliant, brilliant piece. And I think you've both chosen the, the worst too. I think that Maul was hideous, and I think the um, BB-8 Christmas was even hideouser, if that's a word. Horrendous. Horrendous. Because the night before Life Day, in a galaxy far, far away, Looking good. Tree, food, decorations. Coming together, heroes were. 
to celebrate the day. Please be a cape. Please be a cape. It's a wrap! For Ray, adventure called, and she thought it would be fast. Wow. But there she found a key to the galaxy's past. What are you doing? This is so cool! We see my master. Yeah. My master's master. Concentrate. My master's father. Impressive. My master's father's master. Emperor Palpatine? Hmm? I don't believe it! Uh, you think maybe you could put a shirt on? It's a key <gasps> to travel across space and time. <laughs> I will change the future. So sure are you. Mm-hmm. Let's talky-talky more fighty-fighty. <laughs> Races. Jigs. Oh, double jigs. <laughs> oh. So cute. Yahoo! Ooh, gimme, gimme, gimme. Galaxy's best emperor. Meh. You thinking what I'm thinking? Music. A time of joy. This is Ray. A friendship. A family. Master Skywalker. My son. I mean, my. These binary sons. Unta, unta, solos? You want to shoot first? After you. Moving on then, something that we have touched on every now and then. We don't cover it that much, but they release a lot of a lot of merch each year, and some of it is amazing. Now, Craig, I left out the, the foil packs off the show notes because that was just another 30-odd items. But can you kind of run us through the, the Lego? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about other brands reusing uh, bits of stock product, and these guys are the worst for it, aren't they? So quite a good spread of, of sets throughout the eras. Um, so I've grouped them movie for movie, so I'll whiz through them quite quickly. New Hope, we had uh, Luke's Landspeeder, T-16 Skyhopper with Banthers, the little the, the microfighters, the Moss Eisley Cantina, which was a bit of a showstopper, Obi-Wan's Hut, and then we had Helmet for stormtroopers and tie fighter pilots uh, for empire we had a snow speeder and at at the bespin jewel set which is a lovely little set big medical frigate and a helmet for boba turn of the jedi there was an a-wing uh, we had a little uh, scene of the death star final duel and also sort of a death star 2 sort of surface battle type the uh, mini ships in the prequels, we had um, the duel on Mustafar and Anakin's Jedi Interceptor from uh, Revenge of the Sith. We had Yoda's lightsaber as well. Kind of fits in there, fits in Clone Wars. So we had a, a 501st Legion pack of clone troopers and the armored assault tank. Force Awakens, we had Kylo Ren's uh, shuttle and the little, the little kind of mini ones. Rise of Skywalker did quite well out of all the lines that we've talked about. Um, we had Sith Troopers battle pack. Uh, Sith TIE Fighter, Knight of Ren uh, transport ship, which has a name, which I forget, Mark mentioned it on the gift show, Poe Dameron's X-Wing, and we had a, a Dio. Uh, Galaxy's Edge, we had the Big Resistance transport, and Mandalorian, we've had the Razor Crest Mandalorian battle pack, and the big figure of the child, uh, and we've had the Advent Calendar. Quite a lot, wouldn't it? And they, and they have to seem to have covered all bases, don't they? Yeah, and they, they're very good at covering price points as well. So you've mentioned the foil packs, which is your pocket money. You've got the little mini uh, mini fighters and the, the minifigures sit on top of the ships like they're, they're kind of, they're, they mess with the scale. Then you've got the big sort of 
sets like the, the the child where you're kind of creating a figure rather than a than a scene or a, or a vehicle and then you you know right the way up to um behemoths like the uh like the cantina anyone bought any this year i know i know i've said i bought the death star and we know craig bought the cantina but dan well, technically you, you kimberly bought, bought the cantina well you're 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 as one aren't you <laughs> the hive mind <laughs> You can pretend it's yours yeah. when your friends come round. Yeah. Dan, you've you've purchased a bit, haven't you? Yeah. Oh my, well, for my son, <laughs> he would say that he's got. I've put some shelves up in his room this year. He's got all. He's got about five or six different sets up that just that he's been collecting over the years. But with the Jewel and Mustafa set, we've put that together this year. He's halfway through the advent calendar. I got the um, the stormtrooper helmet for my birthday, so I put that together earlier in the year. Might get another one for Christmas. We'll have to wait and see. See what else is General, General Grievous's starfighter. He had that for his birthday, so oh, I, sorry, I missed that. that off the list. I'm so sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking down, seeing what else we've got. I think that's everything we've had this year. It's always Christmas. The sets come out. I mean, the Razor Crest is I'm looking forward to building on Boxing Day. If you had to choose your your favourite from this, I'm not I'm not going to pick um a bad one on this i can't really think what we would choose really what's your favorite off this list i mean the mossars in the canteen is epic isn't it that you can't <laughs> I, I would never buy it because i've not got the space for it but yeah it looks i think that is that's something else Craig, I was pretty sure you're going to agree with him. Yeah, I mean the Mos Eisley Cantina is good, but the the the, the little um, land speeder that comes with it is especially nice. I've got it sat on our bar at home. I might I might just stop there. It's uh, it's not going to get any better than that. Nice, Grant. Let Lego do anything for you? When it first came out, it totally did. If I had extra money on top of what I already buy, I, w- I wouldn't mind some of that. Mos Eisley Cantina is amazing. I'm loving the fact that there's uh, some love out there for the Neblon B frigate because that you know racking my brain. I'm thinking there was a micro machine for it back in 94 uh i think there was a titanium series version of it in 2009 and there's a sort of x-wing game uh, like a tabletop game that was a matter oh yeah i remember playing that yeah yeah yeah, I th- yeah I the, that- the two flight two fleets of ships you have to build your fleet up and protect planets and things yeah racking my brain i think that's pretty much it i don't think they did a micro machines action fleet version of it so there's not that many versions of it so to see it get a, a lego format it does look quite small so it'd be nice to see a big deluxe version of it but i kind of like yeah, yeah. Was it an exclusive set like the like the um how oh, was it the Besbin Jewel? I think it was another like a celebration exclusive or something like that, but it is really nice. Looking at it online, it's 155 pounds. Uh, this is on the Lego website, brickset.com. Oh, really? Lego I think they released it on the Lego store, like they did with the Besbin Jewel, but only in the States, because I'm pretty sure it's Celebration exclusive, and it was like $30. Obviously, I think uh, there's a, a markup now on it. Right, okay. You know, given the choice, I'd walk out with the... Isn't there a Star Destroyer as well that's just come out, because it's in the in the Disney store for about 700 yeah, quid? That was a little while ago. Yeah, last year, I think. It's, it's last enormous, year? though, mate. I went to the uh, Lego store up Blue Water, and it was in the window, and it's just enormous. I mean, you've got to have some room to put it somewhere. But, um, I would, I would lovely really set, like. mate. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with you. I think it's amazing. Imagine building that. It'd be so much fun. Yeah, I think that's it. You see, you know, the build of them is, is good fun. And I can sit down and do it with my lad and that. And I built the um, Anakin's Pod Racer this year. I bought it at the same time as I bought another set. And it was only like 20 quid. It's a great little build. It was a fun little hour and comes with a couple of great little little minifigures. So, is that the 99 one or the reissue? The reissue, the reissue they, one, yeah. They did a... The anniversary set 20th for, anniversary for yeah. lego wasn't it love yeah uh, uh, okay cool 
but yeah that's still available 20 quid and I, I think it's a nice little set but um the cantina for me obviously oh, if i was already in my garage and I had the room i think i would have pulled the trigger on it but i also like the a-wing i think there's two a-wings i mean there's a cheap set but there's also a ucs set i think on the a-wing that looks pretty nice i think the a-wing doesn't probably get the love it deserves i think i think the world of star wars really benefits um for having lego as a license i think they add so much sort of fun and levity to uh to our star wars experience and not just from the products but from the games and the holiday special and the little spin-off animations they do i think um yeah i've got a lot of love for for lego star wars Watch a, holiday, watch a holiday special on Disney Plus if you sat down and watched it. I'm saving it for a bit nearer Christmas. It, it's pretty good. There's some actual holiday special references in it. See, I've been meaning to check this information out. This is like old knowledge, but I seem to remember reading somewhere a long, long time ago that Lego was struggling in the mid-90s and it was a Star Wars license. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the reasons why yeah. it sort of yeah, bounced back true. now. I, I mean, I, I don't know, but my, my assumption is that kids are more into Star Wars Lego than they are the Hasbro lines. Yeah, it crosses over with lots of their other to play experiences doesn't it i was actually um working for legoland windsor around that time when they they bought the license because prior to that they had to sort of make they had a fake indiana jones character called sam grant who was indiana jones in all but name and then through their licenses deal they, they managed to make indiana jones lego and stuff and it just it blew up for them but somewhere in buried in a load of stuff i've got their their internal company newsletter that announces that they, they've done this deal it's quite cool to be around at that wow time. you have to dig that out mate i'd be interested to, to see what they see on that yeah i've got it somewhere they've made an absolute fortune off it so good decision obviously well lots of love for lego nice to see we're all on the same page for that You can choose your squad with Lego Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker playsets. Each set sold separately. What about general toy releases this year? We haven't touched on Sideshow. We haven't touched on the helmets, which I think we gave a bit of love for a few months back. You've got Sabres coming out all the time. Nerf. I mean, Dan, you've you've ordered some Nerf for your son for Christmas. Is there any other toy lines anyone really thinks deserves a mention this Christmas? I think there's some good deals on the helmets at the minute. I've got the Boba Fett one in the in the summertime. Maybe quite early on, actually. It might be March, April. So I've got the Boba Fett helmet. I think that's really nice, especially now after seeing it back in action last Friday. That that's that's really cool. Where else did I get? I got a um a Master Replicas Darth Vader lightsaber. I don't know if that's from like 2005 or something. Mint condition. Got it for a really good price on eBay in the box. So yeah, that that that's going to go up on the wall eventually. I've got it in the corner at the minute with my Luke Skywalker one. I think that's it though. Outside of the the main toy, obviously there's Tiki. We can't not mention the Tiki. I've got the Handy Carbonite and the Tiki Death Star. I mean, I'm looking forward. Those those episode one Tiki cups to me were just amazing. I can't wait for them. I'm I'm checking the UK sites all the time for them because they are just amazing. I mean, Grant, you you got no love for Tiki mugs, or are you a bit? I think you're a bit like me, or I was in Chicago, but I like it, mate. I have got on the same buzz as you guys but who knows what will happen i think the secret to having fun with modern if you're a vintage collector is to cherry pick if you, if you get like a tvc figure that you like a black series figure that you like a hot toy that you like a lego piece that you like it's a lot of fun rather than you know sometimes the vintage collecting if you're really into it can be a bit of a, a tick box exercise trying to get all the figures trying to get do all the lines and all that kind of stuff so i think the fun of it is cherry picking what i do like this year it doesn't fall under toys but it's modern is the regal robot stuff i know i mentioned it earlier yeah um have you seen any of that well we also talked about the um the carry case artwork didn't we oh yeah which then led into a bigger topic but some of the regal robot stuff's amazing isn't it i think we were talking about the desk but it's like 10 grand 
I saw the video for the Chewbacca head. That looked pretty amazing as well, like the Chewbacca bust. What was grabbed my attention? They've got the concept model of Jabba, and I think that that somewhere I read that that was 3D scanned from the original. So, so that's a pretty pretty iron tight replica there. And then you've got the uh, Phil Tippett uh, autograph series Tontons that were taken out of the actual molds and made the original concept models. So you've got like a, a you know a link there to the actual models that they use on Empire Strikes Back. That stuff that really tickles me is something that's incredibly exciting for modern collecting. But I think the Tauntaun's about $700. You know, that on top of the Lego Imperial Shuttle and the life-size Hot Toys Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'd spend crazy money. I'd like to actually, um, we should do a, a, a little challenge where you've all got like a, a thousand pound virtual money and go and see what you can buy over a month and where you bought it with. To, Sounds uh, fun. Yeah, I'd quite like, like a to supermarket see what sweep. with. Yeah, just whether you go to eBay or proper stores and see how you spend your money and come back the following yeah. month. Could be a, a fun Easy. challenge for 2021. To be honest, mate, I do it on every boring meeting and work. <laughs> Just get the phone out, have a, have a quick check around. That's why you get so many bloody links off me all the time. Mate, that's not virtual though, is it? You're buying those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. Something so, I wanted to bring up, and I know it's not toys, but it's more games. And I've mentioned them on the gift show, and I mentioned them on the on the last modern show. But these these playing cards by theory 11 got them in hand now and they're, they're just stunning and you know in terms of reviewing the year i think these these need a shout out but i wanted to bring something a little bit extra to the discussions but i'd never heard of theory 11 these were completely new to me i'm not a big card player i don't do magic of a weekend i was drawn to them purely by their um, star warsiness and their design and just getting them in my hands and, and and experiencing these things i wanted to know a little bit more about them so i've been doing some digging around because i wanted to know who theory 11 were so theory 11 lovely website if you want to go to theory11.com launched in 2007 the team of 11 artists united with one purpose to advance inspire and create wonder since that moment theory 11 has propelled forward to become the largest community of magic creators with over 1500 registered artists and hundreds of thousands of members around the world so this they're, they're like this kind of hipster magic circle but more open they get into all kinds of stuff that they promote the art of magic and they act as consultants on all kinds of uh, movies and tv shows but one of the side things they do is they make uh, they design and make these products so they've they've got a range of playing cards and they're not all tied to licenses obviously some of these are just incredibly opulent beautiful works of art but they do uh, they do have other licenses beyond star wars so they've got if you go on their website and click on their product but they do james bond cards and they've done special card packs for darren brown and saturday night live neil patrick harris uh, and they've all got this very say it's almost like retro victoriana type feel some of them are a little bit art deco-y but you can sort of see the world that these star wars ones have come from and it, and it all ties in beautifully i just thought what a great brand what an amazing little side discovery that that star wars has uh, has led me to but i wanted to know who designed them because they're just stunning so i found the guy who designed them uh, and he's a guy called ty matson or and i'm not sure whether he's set up as a little studio or it is a, a one-man band but if you want to go and check out matsoncreative.com my god this guy's got a portfolio <laughs> This is a career to die for. If you scroll through this stuff, not only is he designing the most awesome playing cards for Star Wars, he's doing stuff for FAO Swartz, doing limited edition cans for Fanta, Jurassic World, 
really nice 50th uh, anniversary stuff for Sesame Street, Batman, Grinch. I mean, his work is just absolutely stunning. And some really nice contemporary uh, sort of like retro movie posters for for Star Wars. I'm not sure what the context of these uh, these designs are, but they're just blew me away just googling these things that tuscan raider art just just looking at that there's a few on there they're all sold out but i didn't even know these things existed i mean that they're silk screened art prints they're beautiful aren't they aren't they just amazing they're great in your boss g i like the return of the jedi one for the sarlacc pit i think that looks quality so simple but yeah. i think they're all quite appealing quite like the land of skiff you don't see them on much too <laughs> it's lovely isn't it i mean so there's there one with greedo there which makes sense to me there's the um, band but yeah like i say I, I might keep an eye on that because if they come back in stock they are quite nice aren't they well you already own some of his work in the cards indeed so follow yeah. the trail of the modern star wars and it will lead you to some interesting places the jedi were real i used to wonder about that myself thought it was a bunch of mumbo jumbo a magical power holding together good and evil, the dark side and the light. Kid, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other. I've seen a lot of strange stuff, but I've never seen anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful force controlling everything. There's no mystical energy field that controls my destiny. Crazy thing is, it's true. All of it. The force, the Jedi, it's all true. Boys, just before we, we start to close out, uh, have you got any like, plans for next year? I know, like, Dan, you've got the Razor Crest coming next year. Have you got any your plans in your head? We know you're already buying the, the vintage collection figures for Mandalorian. Is is that what your focus is next year? Or Yeah, I haven't really got a plan. See what happens, see what comes out. But yeah, the vintage collection, Rogue One, be nice if I released a couple of them. At least it's not a big commitment of just a couple of figures, and there's bound to be loads of Mandalorian, isn't there? So but I will buy a hot toy just to, at some point next year. I will yeah. buy a hot toy. Dad, do you know what's going to complicate your Rogue One focus, mate? They've started filming the last couple of weeks, so you cast an indoor TV show in Pinewood. Leads straight to Rogue One, mate. Great. Man, that's going to be amazing as well, I reckon. Yeah, I do as well, mate. I mean, he's got... You think of the scope of characters and stuff that... But, that, but that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, all of the all of the new TV, whether it's Obi-Wan or the talk of a Boba Fett show or Cassian show, it's just, yeah, there's always something new to collect. Like you said, Grant, you can cherry pick, can't you? I think the other thing that I've I've started picking up is is I've gone back some stuff I've always had on my watch list on eBay. So I've got the George Lucas in Stormtrooper costume. So I had that arrive this week. And there's a couple of other bits and pieces like that as well. So there's a there was a Black Series Darth Plagueis, and I had it for a while, and I sold it, and I regretted it when I sold it. So I'm going to try and get that back at a reasonable price. And yeah, there's a few bits and pieces like that I want to get. Tell Grant what you want, he'll find it for you, mate. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just make it. Got eBay on at the moment, actually, mate. <laughs> uh, what about you, Craig? I'll probably follow my nose like I always do. I mean, there's things I will, I will do. I will get those, those, those prequel tiki's. Probably pick up other bits and pieces tiki-wise, maybe on price. You know, I'm not going to go out to collect them all books and novels which we don't talk about a great deal but i do try and stay on top of those and i'm a bit behind buying some of the hardbacks so I'll, I'll kind of get a bit more focused on that i think in the next uh the next few months and i <laughs> i knew it was going to happen but i keep looking at beer cans now yeah so do i <laughs> i have as well do you know what i think it was yesterday i had I sat down and i was like i'll just google some beer cans yeah. If you see any nice breweries that come up with Star Wars beers, let me know because I'll probably treat myself to some. Again, I'm just thinking of my garage and what I can do with them. I mean, it's going to be a interesting yeah. year next year for me. Are you going to get that garage done next year? Is that the year it's going to be done? It's booked in, mate. I've, yeah, it starts in March, all the work. Grant, any plans for modern next year? 
do you know what? I've got a little list that I've been making all year of stuff I wanted to get in the 90s and, and, and pick some of that stuff up. Yeah, and like I said, cherry picking that Commander Wolf figure looks really good. The Camino Black Series figure looks really good. What is interesting this year is that, you know, I made no secret that I felt really frustrated with the sequel trilogy and I invested a lot in that. I had a lot of crew wear, I had a lot of the action figures and I sold most of that off and I was very sort of tepid about buying anything else from the modern line, I kept some of the Rogue One stuff that I really liked, and one or two Force Awakens figures that I really liked the design of. And what's really exciting is the the Mandalorian being genuinely excited for new Star Wars and being consistently happy and surprised by it. So the Mandalorian is becoming much more of a focal point. There's the obvious Hot Toys, the child figure, or the sideshow version. There's the Mandalorian Deluxe set, which is also very appealing. But I don't know. I'm going to see where that goes. I think, you know, it's really nice and excited to be to be excited about Star Wars again and not to be so sort of detached, which is what it felt like over the last three years. It's nice to be genuinely excited. When I went in to collect the Hot Toy stuff, I thought I was only going to collect the vintage stuff because I knew that, you know, I love that stuff and will always love it. But it's, it's got us excited for Star Wars again. And I ended up in the last two months purchasing two prequel figures. So excited to see where the Mandalorian goes. And I think... I mean, I've been looking for a, a a plush for a school friend of mine. His daughter wanted a plush Yoda. It's sold out everywhere. And I think that the Mandalorian is going to become extremely popular. And I think it's, I don't know, it's going to be a, an exciting time again for Star Wars, which is, which is great after the divisiveness that we had over the last couple of years. Yeah, nice. I will chop and change all year, no doubt. But I would, once I'm in the garage, I would like to add another life-size figurine of some sort, a character. But not, I mean, I love my Ewok. He sits next to me while we record every time with his little chirpy face. There is a Pepsi Pizza Hut Jar Jar Biggs from 1999 down your way, mate, on eBay at the moment. Yeah, there's one in my um, my mum and dad's hometown as well. But the problem with that is, see, that that used to be in a, the old home Bay cinema. It's like a massive antique shop now. And there was this, the Jar Jar was in there for 300 quid. And this bloke obviously bought it and he's got it up in like he owns sales, like second hand computer games and stuff. And he's got it up for 700, but he's had it in the window of his shop for like two, two years. And you can see it's already started to sun fade. I'm not paying 700 quid for a life size Jar Jar. <laughs> but you might, will your wife? You could just message her. Oh, I tried to talk her into when we'd gone in there and I saw it for 300 quid. I was trying to talk her in that day. She was like, Stuart, it's like seven and a half feet. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I quite fancy like 3PO and okay. get his eyes electronic or something that's i think it'd look quite nice with a with an r2 have you seen have you seen the sideshow life size vader and boba fett i think they're about 10 grand they're really nice <laughs> yeah really I'm nice a, well boys the end of 2020 hopefully 2021 will be better and we can see each other you know yeah i think that's probably to me has been the hardest thing in in 2020 not being able to have our meetups and our drinks and I think that first drink, I think I'm going to really appreciate being back. Just just doing this this year has been, you know, been great. Just hanging out with you guys on, on the Skype when we've been through such a time. I've, I've really valued it. Yeah, definitely got us through. Yeah, definitely. It's been a welcome distraction, hasn't it? Yeah, I hopefully everyone listening feels the same as well. When they've been out on their runs or sitting indoors, got to listen to us. <laughs> Toys for two hours. You think they had depression before we we started? <laughs> eh? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, boys, happy new year. Hope you all have a have a good one and uh, everyone stays healthy for next year. But it is for 2020. I'm going to say goodbye, Daniel. Goodbye. This is the yeah. way. Goodbye, Grant. 
Uh, thanks for having me back on, guys. We really enjoyed tonight. And it is good night to Craig. Cheerio. And it is good night from me. And we are Generation Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs>